0: Hey crew, this is Tim, and we are going through, actually, I, I actually struck the payload, so, you know, looking around, I've been striking out trying to get, like, Larry Dagon was supposed to come out this week, and nobody in my area in Cleveland had it, but I did find one a little shop that did, and they were the only ones, and they had, like, a ton of them, but then I look, I was like, what's this, there's three more investigator packs that I'm missing? They had all of them, so I actually had, went ahead and got, I got Cho, um. oh the mystic names escape me and uh and Stella oh Jacqueline so I got I got all three so it, it's finally uh, my pokedex is complete and I got them all so I'm not going to do all of those in one bit vi- in, in one setting because that would be painful so we're going to split it up so we'll review them as, and I'll launch them probably about once or twice a week uh, to get all caught up. But this one is about just the Lared Dagon. So it's the next to the last pack of the Intimid Conspiracy Cycle. And I'm just going to review the player cards. Very first one. It is Guardians. Uh, this call, this called uh, Enchant Weapon. It's a three cost event. Costs you three XP to put one of these in here. It gives you two willpower and one strength. If you want to pitch it for skill tests. It's got the spell and upgrade. Uh, Subtext, and the card is... You get to attach it to a weapon asset controlled by an investigator at your location. Limit one per asset. The attached asset gains relic, and then takes up an arcane slot in addition to the other slots. And as a fast action, when... Well, I guess you call it fast. React. When you perform a fight action using the attached asset, exhaust this card, and add the owner of this card willpower... To your strength for this attack, and it gets plus one damage. So I, I guess this one, depending on how it is, um, with your guardians, I mean, someone some with better willpower are going to be able to benefit this more than others. Um, but, yeah, I mean... That's a pretty cool uh upgrade. I mean, just, uh, you know, I know we've been seeing a lot more uh, weapon upgrades, more bullets and stuff like that. But this one's got a nice little spin to it. So I'm willing to bet this card will benefit more than others for those that have the high willpower action. And honestly, this card probably would be great for multiplayer if you're running, you know, <clears throat> if you're doing, like, the agency backup round where everyone's either Guardians or Joe Diamond's in the mix and stuff like that, so everything everyone can benefit something off of this card. So, I, I like it. I mean, I do, but I think it's just going to be, you know, it'll apply to them more than others. But you know what, though? um, It, it, it attaches to it, man. So, if you put this on, like, a, a Cult 45, so you're going to do three points of damage. That's how I'm reading this. So, you get to use the fight you get to exhaust this once oh man if you put this on a real big beefy card you can just unload if you like put this on lightning gun oh that's crazy that's just super crazy and the more the more this card rocks (laughs) because it gives that plus one damage i mean uh i mean yeah it's almost it feels to me it's almost it, it it takes up a spell slot and if you're a guardian anyways you're not really using the spell slots so you're going to be fine with this. I mean, this is almost feels like, you know, now I'm talking more about this. It's like a, a, a vicious blow just for your gun, for the most part. I mean, because of the willpower bit. But, yeah, I mean, that's 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 awesome. I dig this one. Yeah, I really like enchant Weapon. It costs, you know, for three axes. Yeah, it, it seems right. All right, last one for the Guardians. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this name. <laughs> this is kind of like some Egypt thing going on here. Neftesis. Neftesis. She is the Huntress of Bass. She is a three-cost ally. That uh, traded um, four XP's to put her in the deck. Uh, you can pitch this for one willpower and two strength. She is ally. She is blessed. She gives you a nice uh, static boost of uh, plus one willpower. And as a react, when one or more Bless Tokens will be removed from the Chaos Bag during a skill test, seal them on her instead. And Then you can exhaust her to either release three Bless Tokens sealed on her or, or return um, three Bless Tokens sealed on her to the token pool to deal two damage to an enemy at your location. Um, oh, and and for, for the guy, she can take two, two sanity. So... This one, it feels like you're gonna have to build up on, and you're gonna have to have somebody reliant, you know, uh, putting a lot of blessing tokens in the bag. But um, it's a, it's got a cool little flexibility that you can three, three blessing tokens in the bag if you need it. But I, I honestly think a lot of people are going to use the ladder on this, where they're going uh, to want uh, to use those three Bless tokens to deal two damage to an enemy. And the cool thing about it is, they go right back in the bag. They don't go into. Yeah, they go right into the bag. Ah, I can see why she's four XPs too. That's yeah, a pretty cool card. I like this one too. It's expensive. I mean, four XPs for what she does, but. Uh, yeah. Again, considering the the whole block of insmith conspiracies is all related around the curse and blessing tokens, so. You're gonna. All oh, these cards are gonna have some some similar effect, but that will do it for guardians. Uh, we're gonna go to seekers. The Staggian Eye. It's a ten cost event. Three XP's of it in your deck. You can pitch this for three willpower. Whew. It's incited. It's cursed. Fast. Play only during your turn. Reduce the cost to play the Staggian Eye by one for each curse token in the cast bag. Until the end of the round, you get. Plus your skills. Whew. Man, I don't know how I feel about this one. So inside of you, I'm automatically drawn to Joe Diamond, but Joe Diamond's really not going to play this. Sure, he's going to bump it down to 8. And then you're going to have to play a lot of curse tokens. But if there's that many curse tokens in the black to give you that plus 3, chances are you're just going to have to, you know, eat that. I, uh, I, know, why, I know why it's a 10 cost card. I mean, it Giving you threes all across the board, it is amazing. But boy, oh boy, you know I, I just feel like you're just you're just gonna take it on the chin drawing those cursed tokens. You know, even if you do really get this at zero, I mean that, that's a lot of uh, clout that's in your bag that you're gonna keep drawing. So I think this would offset the threes. Now, if you have the resources, and believe me, with seekers, man, they always have a ton of cash because they just have a hard time spending it. Ten might might not be a thing at all. So I mean. I'm not overly sold on this card. It's going to be kind of hard to talk me out of this one. Hyper Awareness. So this is an upgraded one. So Hyper Awareness was way back in the course. This is an upgraded version of it. Two, cost asset, four XP. So you can pitch this for skill checks at... um, You get two intelligence, two agility, and it's talent traded. You put two resources on it, replenish these resources at the start of each round. And as a react, spend one resource from your resource pool or from hyper-awareness. You get plus one um, plus one book and plus one foot for this test. Um, I, I kind of like it that it has at least two on there. So, I mean, that's when I'm using hyper-awareness or like physical strength or anything like that, I'm probably going to be spending one or two anyways um unless it's like a clutch thing i have to do so it, it's got i think what you're paying for with those four xps really is just to get those two resources every round um i dig it i like this one. so i definitely see the use out of it because this is going to save you up on resources at least two every round if you're struggling for the bucks so um yeah i i that's a high quality car it's not it's not very splashy by any means man it's it's a good way to to save costs. So, And honestly, you're spending two just to put these two resources right back on this thing. So you're going to get your money out of it right on the first turn. So I like it. Good one. Good, good, good one. We're on rogues. Oh, it's exceptional. I only got one of these. Gaze? G-E-A-S? I'm going to call it Gaze. Gaze? Gaze. I'm going to call it Gaze. All right. It's a two-cost asset. It's exceptional. So it's going to cost you really four... XPs for this card. Um, it's a. Uh, it's wow. Okay, <laughs> you get plus one will, plus one uh, intelligence, plus one strength, plus one agility. Force after gaze enters play. Make a promise using the following formula: I shall not draw, play, commit any cards during each of my turns. Break (laughs) this promise while Gaze is in play. Discard it and add 10 curse tokens to the bag. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Oh, wow. So I guess... I guess you get to choose. (laughs) So I shall not draw any cards during each of my turns. It's going to be kind of hard to do that. I mean, I guess you can... Can you skip... Can you skip drawing? Oh, man. That is crazy. Make a promise using the farm link formula. I shall not draw, play, commit any cards during each of my turns. If you break this promise, walk games into the play, discard it, and add 10. Curse tokens to the bag. Wow. Um... That it's that's just crazy, absolutely crazy. I know someone's probably going to exploit this card. I mean, just to get the 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 one plus boost stat line there. Boy, oh boy, this card is nuts, absolutely nuts. But you know what though, um, if you're you're following up with a mystic, mystics love curse tokens, so it might not be a bad thing. I mean, break that promise right off the bat, and there's not. Uh, I mean, it is a surefire way of getting 10 curse tokens into the bag completely. So there might be a way around it. I mean, that's just hard for that promise. That promise, yeah, you get the plus ones. But I honestly am like looking at this like, all right, how can mystics take advantage of those 10 curse tokens into the bag? So it might be a good setup card for those mystics so they they can uh, you know do some major damage. So... Yeah, I, I I give this card kudos because this... I'm, this almost feels like, back in the day of Magic the Gathering, this almost feels like it's an unplugged Magic the Gathering card where you have to do this stuff. So, uh, that's a cool design. It really is. But, uh, man, <laughs> you're just going to take it. It's That's crazy. Okay, next one. Ooh, Hard Knocks. So we have Hyper Awareness, and then we got Hard Knocks. Uh, again, Hard Knocks came out of the Core set. This is a two-cost asset for XPs to put in your deck. And two fighting and two agility for uh, pitching for skill tests. It's got the same thing like uh, hyper-awareness. It's just built for the rogues. So you get to put two resources on it and use those uh, resources to pay for it. And it gives you plus one fight and plus one, agil- or plus one agility for the skill test. So it's the same way like hyper-awareness. Um, just tailored for for the rogues. So... Um, I've got nothing bad to say about this one either. This one is just as good as the Hyper Awareness, so I do play Hard Knocks. It's a good card, too. So, I like it. Yeah, again, just like Hyper Awareness, you, you're going to get your money out of it right on, you know, your second turn. So, it's going to make it. So, we're on to Mystics. Oh, man, what is up with these names? Okay. Ikiak. Ikiak. I-K-I-A-Q. Ikiak. She's the Council Chosen. Okay, three cost asset, mm, three XP to put her in the deck. Uh, you can pitch this for a willpower and intelligence, ally, sorcerer. You get plus one will and plus one intelligence. And you also get minus one will and minus one intelligence for each weakness beneath Ikiak. When an investigator at your location draws a basic weakness, exhaust her, cancel that weakness effects, and place it down beneath Ikiak. Its owner must draw it if Ikiak leaves play. This card was designed by Arkham Knight 2018. She, uh, she's an ally to health and to sanity. Wow. Um, I think this is a great flex card for a basic weakness that would completely wreck you. So, let's say, for instance, you have Jenny Barnes. Well, I can't even say that but Jenny Barnes. Because she can't splash this color. Um... I'm going to use her as an example anyway. So, say for instance, she had Jenny Barnes and she gets double the resources every turn. So, she's got like a lot of money and she's about ready to suit up and just go off, you know, with her guns and stuff, guns and blazes. Um, But prior to that, she draws a basic weakness where she loses all of her cash. This is where that would come into play. So, I'm just hypothetically putting that into play. Even though that's out of cross-class and she wouldn't be able to do this. Um, But it says when an investigator at your location draws a basic weakness so she can take the burden and then that per- that ally's owner uh would take the the hit instead so i think this is a flex card i don't think this is required for every single deck but if you got a particularly if your group has a particularly brutal basic weakness that completely just owns that investigator this might be a good way of getting around it so that is icky now we have another exceptionalist the flute of the outer guards and i I got outer guards outer gods and uh i know this was was teased in uh, an ffg article so cost is x four xp to put the asset into play uh it is exceptional so really this card is going to cost you eight to put it in your deck Gives you plus one willpower, plus one strength, and plus one agility for a skill check. It's an item. It's an instrument. It's relic. It's cursed. Uh, and seal up to X cursed tokens. Takes a hand slot as an action. Uh, exhaust flute of the other gods and release up to one cursed token sealed on it. Choose a non delete enemy at your location. Either move the chosen enemy to a connecting location or deal its damage to any enemy at its location this action does not provoke tax of opportunity so the x part well, this is where i'm trying to get my my head around it so if you, you have to seal up to x curse tokens on it so i guess is whatever the curse tokens are currently in the bag so if it's three this is a asset cost of three then you then you pull those curse tokens out and put those three curse tokens on it. So, I guess the more curse tokens... See, now I'm going to look back <laughs> on the gaze. <laughs> uh, yep, you got ten tokens in the bag. Oh, this is going to be a ten-cost asset, but... Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, some non-alien enemies are more brutal than others. I mean, this is definitely not going to take out like uh, stupid whippoorwills or anything like that. But, uh... Uh, this is just a way of actually helping mitigating the board with uh, enemies in play. Uh, it's not bad. I mean... If the cost is going to kill you, though, if you have like a lot of curse tokens. And it doesn't provoke an attack of opportunity either, so it, those are freebies. So, but it's a one-time deal, though, so you have to exhaust this card, so it's like a one and done. And you got to put uh, the token back into the bag, so... Yeah, it, it it's fine. I mean, eight is a lot to ask for this card, for sure. For uh, for spending XPs to get this thing out, but you know what though? I'm willing to bet somebody will find a use out of break it, and it'll probably be on the restricted list. All right, we're at rogues. Oh man, oh Silas March has got a nice little flannel shirt going on in this picture. It's called a watchful piece. It's spirited. It's blessed. This is a one cost event... Piece to put in your deck, you can pitch this for two willpower for a skill check. As an additional cost to play a watchful piece, search the chaos bag and or cards in play for a total of five blessing tokens and return them to the token pool. Fast. Play when the draw and counter cards step of the mythos phase would begin. Skip this step of the mythos phase. Whoa! I, I love, 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 love. Sp- survivor cards these guys get some of the coolest cards just got to have five blessing tokens if they're in the bag guess what that's a complete skip of the middle space this card is crazy good wow this card's crazy good i love this card this card this card this card this card is worth the pack right here i mean it's worth the pack you got blessing tokens and you can spend five of them put them back to the pool this is like a clutch card, man. I mean... Oh. Clutch. Especially late game, just skip a Mythos phase? Oh, my goodness. Ooh. And it's fast. You don't even get the burn in action. Oh. Wow. Well, yeah, I would understand it's fast, because you're playing at the very beginning of the Mythos phase, and you just get to skip it outright. That's crazy good. That is crazy good. I mean, this one will definitely... Will help you win a game. Wow. Okay. Alright. That's like the MVP so far. That is an MVP card. Alright. Dig deep. Well, we're going to get all these. uh, Just like Hyper Awareness and uh, the Hard Knocks. It's the same thing. Uh, 4 XP. Get this out. 2 cost assets. You get the 2 resources on it. Spend a resource. Um on it and you get plus one willpower or agility for the skill check and you can pitch this for two willpower or two agility it's the same like the other ones they're all good uh it's just this one's just tailored for the survivors although i don't play deep as much as i would play hard knocks physical training and hyper awareness so i'll have to look back at that so all right we got some Ooh, well we got some neutral cards too so favor of the moon and favor of the sun uh, i think both are just going to be the same One's going to play off the uh, Blessings and the other ones that cursed. Alright, so Favor of the Moon. It's a one cost asset. One XP to put it in to your deck. You can pitch it for one Intelligence and one Strength. It's packed. It's cursed. It's fast. You get to seal up to three Cursed Tokens. If there are no tokens sealed on Favor of the Moon, discard it. When you reveal the Chaos Token from the Chaos Bag, exhaust Favor of the Moon. Resolve the token here instead, as if it were just revealed from a Chaos Bag. And then... Gain one resource. Uh, Now, you're thinking, why would you do that? Well, Mystics do like having some of those curse tokens to play off of those cards. So that's one surefire way of getting that out instead of rooting through the bag. On top of that, too, it gives you cash. Um, But up to three. I mean, that's all you're going to get on this. So it it can generate you a little money. But I think that's just a side effect of what it is. I think what it really does is it helps you pull out that that, uh, curse token from the bag. Or... Uh, honestly, it helps mitigate some of the, uh, uh, curse tokens that are in the bag. So, it's, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. So, yeah, I like favor, favor of the moon. I mean, that's good. I mean, there's one good way of mitigating the bag and getting rid of some of the, uh, the bad stuff out. But the only problem is, is like, yeah, if you reveal a cast token from the cast bag, exhaust it, and resolve that, to, resolve a token sealed here instead. As it were just the cast bag. That's also another good point here. So after I'm reading this again, you could ne- negate an auto-fail. So you would just, it's like, all right, I'm going to take a negative two instead, throw it back in there and draw another one. So, I mean, that's a good way of doing it. So, hmm, okay. It's a very uh toolboxy kind of card. I kind of dig it. I do the favor of the sun is going to be the same way. This one here is a two-cost asset for favor of the sun. One XP to put it in there, and it will give you willpower and agility. It's Pack blessed You get to seal three blessings on here, and if there are no tokens on it, you discard this card. When you reveal a Chaos token from the cast, exhaust it. The resolve that token sealed here instead. as said we just revealed from the Chaos bag. Well, yeah, because it's going to give you the plus two instead, and then you get to draw another one again. Um, it it helps mitigate some of those um, you know character token card or character tokens, the, the bad stuff, the skull, the cultist, the tablet. Tablet's usually one of One's in the elder thing, um, but yeah, and I understand why. it is because honestly, the plus two is a lot more, so you got to pay one more for it, and it doesn't give you the resource like favor of the moon. All right, last card: purifying corruption. It's a cost asset. Four XP to put it into your deck. It gives you one wild if you're pitching this for a skill. It's a ritual. It's blessed. It's cursed. It's it's all over the board. <laughs> it's conflicting. When you draw non-weakness treachery, take one damage and a horror. Cancel that card's revelation effect and place one resource on this card's corruption. If this card has three or more corruption, remove it from the game. And then, as a react, draw the top card in the encounter deck. Heal either one damage in a horror or remove one corruption from this card. This card was designed by the Impure at Arkham Knights 2019. Wow, we got like two exclusive cards this one. Alright, so how do I feel about it? I like it because this one here can cancel the revelation card effect. If if the treachery card is very, 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 very very brutal, I, I think it has its benefit. I think this card is definitely going to be scenario specific more than others. Um, You might not want to do this all the time, honestly, because you're also going to be taking damage. Uh, I mean, you can heal some of that damage, Um, but at the price of dropping the top card in the encounter deck. But uh, uh, again, just like Favor of the Sun and and Favor of the Moon, it's very toolboxy, like a lot of these neutral cards are anyways. So, I mean, they they, they give you, I mean, not uberly strong, but uh, um, can tend to get you out of a jam will do it for lara digon i will do cho um jacqueline fine and stella clark in the upcoming episodes i'll review those shortly but in the meantime thanks for listening and i'll hit you guys up again real soon thanks